Everything's alright. Hooked on a feeling. I'm high on believing that you're in love with me. Ooga chaga. Ooga, ooga, ooga chaga. Ooga, ooga. You ready? How's levels? Levels are alright. Can you hear this? Yeah. Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me tonight... Wake you up, sit on pots and pans. Hello, Gingy. We're back. We're back. 2015. Yep. It's been a bit of an extended hiatus because I've been in rehab. Yes. I, um... <laughs> you know, Not for, really. For, for, Maybe. First and foremost, we must, uh, yeah, sort of apologise. We were going through some events where you were in rehab and you've you've since come out of the Betty Ford Clinic <laughs> and you feel, you feel a lot better Is for it. Is that where I was meant to be? Where, where were you? I was in the like the the fucking Brian Adams Ford dealership in Brisbane. Oh, were you? I wasn't in a bloody rehab centre. Oh, because I was. I, I I went over to America to finally have my sex change. <laughs> so I'm I'm finally living my life as a man. So I'm I'm really <laughs> loving the fact that <laughs> that I can now uh, put mail on my uh, license and my passport. Uh, I tell you what, mate, I've missed podcasting with you. Yeah, I really have. And I reckon. Yeah. Well, I know. I don't reckon. I know. A lot of our listeners have been sending us messages, and this is what prompted tonight's yes, comeback. Yes, We've been flogged this week with messages going, when the f*** are you two guys getting back behind the mics? And we must admit that, and we have, we've, we've spoken to other, uh, you know, Australian creators comic and creators and indie publishers, and uh, one person in particular sent us, a, a, you know, a personal message and said, hey, you know what, what you're doing is, is pretty remarkable, and don't let... The naysayers and all that kind of don't, stuff don't bring let you down. Get you down. And I, th- I think the problem was that we were starting to get some some feedback oh, no, from the for, naysayers. <laughs> speak for yourself, Ginge, because I don't give a fuck about the naysayers. I literally, I've been busy planning a wedding. Yeah. I have. That's what's taking up all my time. I've got oh, really? a bloody wedding at the end of the year, and I oh, tell really? you what, they're not a cheap exercise, Ginge. Well, well who, who's going to be your bridesmaid? Yeah, best man to get. Oh, You're fuck, yeah, that's right, a male. <laughs> fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Now, I must be, look, special shout out to Daz, who, who gave us that bit of a G up. Gave yeah. you, actually, it was you that yeah. he was talking to. Yeah. Gave a G up. And I'll tell you what, Daz, uh, top bloke and uh, creator of Killer Rook, Darren yes. Close. Yes. Top bloke. And make sure you check out his book. He's got some bloody great stuff out. And he's right, you know, there's a lot of naysayers out there, especially in the comics, Australian comics industry, who are quick to, to pounce and put everyone else down apart from, you know, their little inner circle. And, uh, you know, that really hasn't affected me. I thought, fuck people who don't like us. If they don't like us. Don't listen to it. That's what I always say. I I guess the problem is that uh, for me, because I'm so behind the scenes in in all this, you're like the the front man of the operation. I don't know why. And and when people (laughs) want to to talk to us, they'll talk to you first. Yeah. So I kind of don't get that interaction with people that do enjoy the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad people, you know, they've been contacting you and me both and saying, where the fuck are you? Well, guess what? We're back and it's time to talk pop culture ginge. That's what we're here to do. That's right. So turn up the volume and turn down your expectations. (laughs) I tell you what, mate, uh, big hype. Leading up the other week to the debut here on Australian screens of... Secret Service Kingsman. Yes. Right? Now, I tell you what, Geek's Big Sidekick, mm-hmm. our little mate Lowy, Brendan Lowe, he yeah. went along, he went to an early screening like a month before it actually hit the cinemas. I'm a little bit disappointed that we weren't involved in this. Well, I think it was something to do with his work down there, so I, that's I, why. You okay. know what? Like, but, but see, the problem is, if it was you or I that got tickets, 
that we would take a briefcase in enough so that you or I could have fit in the other person's briefcase that's to get into the... That's a big fucking briefcase, Ginge. Well, you know... That's going to look suspicious when I roll in, like... You know them things that the roadies use for soundstage yeah, gears yeah. For, for big but I think, you know, amps and all that? But I think you, you'd be able to pull it off. Whether <laughs> wheel that in. That's right. Whether, <laughs> but, but because it's Brendan, I don't think many people are going to believe that he's going to own anything that's of that size. No, it's true. But anyway, he went along, he loved it, and he, was, mm. he kept geeing us up. He was like, you've got to go. As soon as it comes out, I'm like, yes, motherfucker, we will. As soon as it comes yeah, out. Just, just hang yeah. on. Shit. I was like, I was like Jeez. calm down, Spanky. As soon as it airs, you know, we will go. And I'll tell you what, we did. And oh my can, God. Can, we can't, can't, can't blow the filmmakers to get tickets, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I actually took the lovely lass. Is that lass. how we got it? No, I don't know. Oh. You you went well, so you couldn't come with me mm-hmm. to that screening. I took the lovely lass and I wasn't sure how she was going to go yeah. with it because it's, it's, I don't know whether it's her kind of film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But we both walked out. She loved it. I, I thought it was well done. And I'll tell you what, mm. James Bond's got a lot to live up to this year with uh, the new James Bond film. With, so, so Kingsman was good enough to oh. sort of say, hey... Put well, you on notice. Let's put it this way, right? Now, you know I love Taken, the Taken yes. films, right? Yes, yes, yes. Liam Neeson, he kicks ass. Yep. Colin Firth, yes. after you see him in this movie, he'd wipe the floor with Liam Neeson. Well, well, well he, he, in previous sort of movies, he's the, the very British upstart. And he is in this. He's very up, you know, upper class, kind of stiff upper lip, kind of blah, blah, blah. It, it looks like, in those movies, it looks, like the only, it looks like the only way he'd kick your ass is if you uh, if he took off his glove and slapped it across your face. Nope, not in this. I tell you, he's really good. Mark Strong's great in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Samuel Jackson as the villain is just fantastic. Oh, he, cool. He really hams it up, but in a good way. Mark Hamill's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, Mark Hamill's in it, and um, he's pretty cool in it. But look, honestly... Uh, Geese Beat Review, I'm full on five out of five reviewing this thing, man. It's you. getting five stars out of five. Uh, I, I loved it. Loved it. The lady, the lovely lady, she loved it. Yeah. Lowy liked it. All my customers have been coming in talking to me. I thought you were talking about Brandon when you said you lovely lady. No. Oh, okay. No. He's what we call the lovely mistress. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, yes, a complete five out of five from me, Ginch. Yeah. Have you actually had a chance to sit down and watch it? I haven't yet. You haven't? I, it's, 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 it's on my... L- to-do list for 2015. Getting slack is what you're getting. But um, that's out. We're looking forward to, of course, uh, later this year. We've got Ant-Man due out later this year. But the, the big one, Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. Mate, it's only a couple of months away now. You G'd up? Yeah, I'm loving the uh, trailers. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. loving the trailers. But, uh, yeah, hmm, hmm. Hmm. You're not convinced yet? Oh, no, I, I am. I am. I'm just... Um, the the, tra- the trailer is just a very emotional, very evocative. You, you reckon? Know? Yeah. I am. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm, what, what got me all emotional and evocative uh, was the news the other week that Marvel had done a deal with Sony to mm. get Spider-Man back into the Marvel Universe films. As in, like, get, you know, like... Yes. Uh, you know, he'll be part of Civil War and, and everything else. I'm wondering whether... They will shoehorn him into the ending of like Avengers: Age of Ultron. Starts now, things now, up. Yeah, because it's pretty That's much. Good. Oh, hang on, we've got this character now. Fuck it, quick. Put but him in here somehow. It's not going to be Andrew Garfield. Now, they are recasting. No, that's right. Apparently, word out uh, uh, from from the Sony camp and the Marvel camp mm-hmm. is they want to go a teenage in high Peter school. Parker in school, yes. in high school. Now, yep. um, I'm, I'm all for that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. What I'm not for is this pushed by certain parts of the media, the, 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 the pop culture media, pushing for, it should be Miles Morales, it should be Miles Morales, forget Peter Parker, everyone knows about Peter Parker, it should be a, a black, Hispanic, 
Spider-Man in the film. This is a perfect chance for diversity. Blah, 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 blah. I'm fucking sick of hearing it. Because you know what? There's no way Marvel's going to fuck this up. They've just got the rights back to one of their key characters, right? They've never had the opportunity to do the... To put him in and do it the Marvel way, in the the way of a film, okay? Yep. Um, This is their opportunity. They're not going to fuck it up and not use Peter Parker, okay? I mean, Miles Morales, there's a lot of people who like him. Me, for one, I can't handle the character. He's a boring character myself in Ultimate Spider-Man. But you can't just go shoehorning him in. For the sake of oh, political be, correctness, we've got to look at being diverse. We've got to diversify, and it is. It comes down to Cre- political you know, correctness. You put him in down the track. You can bring him in, but for this, it's got to be Peter Parker. He's got to be in the, the character that comes across to the Marvel U and is in there. And like if they're going for a teenage kid in high school, everything else yeah. first getting bitten by the spider. Yep, boom, he's inspired by these other heroes already out there. And but like Miles Morales can't exist without Peter Parker, right? Essentially, kind of, yeah. I mean, in but, the history of things. Yeah. Um, but they reckon they can retcon it. Like, people are going, oh, you can get around that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? I get that you want more diversity. Good on you. Whatever. But don't do it at the expense of uh, legacy established characters, especially when the fans mm. are going to want to say, I'm not talking just the fans, but most people know Peter Parker, Spider Man. Spider Man is. Peter Parker. He's a white kid from New York. It's, 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 he gets bitten by a spider. That's what they're expecting to see, especially when they're going along to watch an Avengers film or Captain America or whatever else. And if he's going to be swinging by and unmasking and going, hey, Cap, how are you? And they want to see Peter Parker. Yeah. It's going to be like if you, if you go to a James Bond film and, and a black guy. Jumps out in front of the camera. Let's not get started on that, because I tell I, you what, I, that is going to absolutely set off our sidekick, Brandon Lowe. Well, well, he, well, I spoke to him about it, yeah. and he said... Create, um, create a new character? Yes. That's not James Bond? Like he can Another double, double O... Double O ten, double O yeah. eleven, whatever. Yep, yep. Have him as a new character, he's got no problem with that. But when you're talking in about the same James, universe, yeah. James Bond double O seven, he's a white ladies' man who... And he always has been... Why change that? Why do you need to feel the need to change that? Is it, in Hollywood at the moment, it seems like political correctness is pushing these characters to be cast with uh, minority ethnic e- groups. Ethnic minorities, yep. At, yep. at like the expense of uh, a character's original... Like a legacy character, yeah. yeah like yeah. what the, you know, the, the essence of a lot of characters are. And yeah. I agree with you. I'm, I'm dead set against it. I'm kind of like, stop with the race bending. Of characters, create new, interesting, yeah. diverse, yeah. ethnically diverse, uh, sexually diverse characters. Yeah, create them new ones. Don't go if gender bending every other character out there just to fit a minor. Because you know what, you're alienating the core audience then. Yeah, because they're kind of like, well, that's, that's not what I've grown up with. That's not what I. That's that's not who the character is to me. That's not 65, 75 years worth of the character's history. You're just going kind of throwing that out the door. I was watching a comic doco recently on YouTube, and yeah. they were in a New York comic shop, and they actually asked a guy that was African American, "Do you agree with? How would you like to see an African American Superman?" And he's like, "But that's not Superman." Yeah, exactly. You know, like yes, you know, for him, he may visually relate to that character, but he's grown up relating to the character's essence. African American kids, uh, you know, uh, uh, Asian kids, whoever, yep. have all grown up over the years reading superheroes like Batman, Superman, Spider Man, yeah. Captain America, and guess what? They all love the characters. Yeah, they all understood the characters, not they, kn- knowing not, that you know, you know like, 
a time operation going, well, you know, they've never really turned around going, well, why is Bruce Wayne not you know, Chinese I've, or whatever I've, else? I've, and Yeah. You know, they just accepted, okay, he's a white dude based in Gotham, uh, and I love the character for who he is. I, I, I Yeah, I like what that character represents, not because his skin's not a certain shade. Exactly. But anyway... Is, is, isn't that racism? Kind of, probably. Is, 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 that, you know what? Is, is that what's known as reverse racism, where well, it's, it's, it's almost there's pressure to not be... Not to have a character be white or straight yeah. or anything. I know, maybe we are, the pendulum swung too far that way. Maybe, Jins, that's the way we're going. I do not know. But i tell you what, let's not get too bogged down, because mm. I do want to talk about something freaking awesome that yeah. hit the net today. Zack Snyder released, dum-dum-dum, a teaser picture of Jason Momoa mm. as Aquaman, yes. the king of Atlantis, king of the seven seas. And i tell you what, I near peed my pants. That's how awesome it looked. Have you seen the pic? He's got a nice trident. You're talking actually about his trident. He's actually got a trident. What were you thinking I was talking about? I I don't know. Brendan, what were you thinking I was talking about? (laughs) I tell you what. He's not blonde. I don't care. He he looks like the kind of character that no one is going to be making Aquaman jokes on. Zack Snyder's made him look pretty fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, for one, am G'd up and excited to see how he's going to fit into Justice League. Yeah. I think he's going to be awesome. Now, they've done the... the, Tattooing, sort of. Like, one one whole side looks like it's tattooed, like chain mail. And And it looks like the the, the historical Aquaman type, you know? Armoury kind of thing. And then one side is actual armour. But it's still got that texture. It's still got that cool texture. Yeah. But um, the the picture was very monochromatic. It was very Mm, black and mm, white. mm. I'd like to see more of a... You know, full colour shot and see how they're going to yeah. colour things up a little bit. But he's not going to be blonde. You know what? That I don't have an issue with. I really don't. With a character like Aquaman, I can deal with that. And Jason Momoa in the role, I'm looking forward to him. Aaron. I, he's going to kick ass. I, you know what? I'm I'm really liking the look. It looks like they've gone back to the Aquaman that I grew up. You know, reading the comics, you know, with the hook for a oh, hand, hook and the for beard. The hand. I was wondering where you're going there. It's kind of like it he almost never looked like Jason Momoa, dude. But you know what I mean. And yeah. and some of the shots that I've seen of Jason Momoa uh, away from from the set of things is that he's got kind of a little bit of blonde. Uh, what bleaching? Uh, so, uh, not not full hair. It, it sort of looks like sun bleached, or if you're a swimmer, sort of like chlorine bleached oh, okay. uh, tips. So, so, so he's got a little bit of blonde in there's it. There's yeah. a nod to the blonde. But anyway, um, look, everyone's just in you know, in anticipation of yeah. when we finally get a teaser trailer for, mm. for A, Batman, Superman, and then eventually B, Justice League. Yeah. This is going to... That's what... You know, Marvel can release all their news lately and everything else, and we're all like, oh, that's fucking cool. Good on Marvel. But I'm still a DC boy at heart, and I'm waiting for yeah. Batman, Superman. I want a teaser trailer. I, I, I still don't understand why they haven't released that footage from Comic-Con. With uh, Superman coming down in the rain and and Batman lighting up the signal. I don't know, but I reckon you will see at San Diego Comic-Con this year, you'll see a proper teaser trailer release. And I reckon you'll see more stuff from it. I reckon by then we might see what um, Green Lantern looks like or something like that. There's going to be more stuff come out. It's... um the thing about this interpretation of Aquaman, the only thing that visually when you look at him... He doesn't strike me as being able to swim very fast. No, it's only an upper torso shot. Yeah. No, just wait. It, just, I, I mean... That's a negative Nelly. Just, no, just, no, no, just no. wait. I, well, all, all I could think of is maybe he sort of... Does he do like a dolphin echoey sort of thing where the I water sort gonna, of... I thought you were going to do an, a dolphin sound. I knew it. Do we do a sound like that? And Why that can ripples we never talk the... about Aquaman being awesome without people making dolphin sounds or going, but, Aquaman can't eat fish because he talks to fish. 
Why does everyone get to pick on fucking Aquaman? I love that fucking scene in the comic where he says... Oh, the oh. first volume of Jeff John's run. He's like, oh, you, you've been breathing plankton. Hmm. <laughs> and then he clips his, uh, snaps his fingers and then boom! I want to talk about where he walks into the seafood restaurant. No. And orders the fish and chips and everyone stops no. and looks at him and goes, you can't eat that. Why and, go, not? And, and They're like, you talk to fish? And he's like, I don't really talk to them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. Some people talk to cows and, and that doesn't make them... them Vegetarians, Not, yeah, they still although eat if if you were a friend of cows, you would stop eating vegetarian because you're stealing their food. <laughs> that's fucking. That's 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 beastism. Uh, Animalistic. You, know, you really should lay off the boost. And I thought I'd be the one that'd be drunker than out of the two of us. There, there's been a lot of news coming out recently of say, you know, all these trailers, all these shots. Like we're in this. We're in this absolute like golden age for pop culture stuff. Yeah. If you're a comic book sci-fi fan, you, this is the golden age. We've got so many TV it's like a renaissance. shows. It is. It really is. We've got so much. Like it's become mainstream, right? It yeah. really has. Yeah. But it leads to certain problems, okay? Yeah. Because once upon a time, hmm. we didn't really care about our favourite actors or, or whatever. Like, their political beliefs, you kind of go, yeah, whatever. As long as you, if you rock up to a convention and you're there at the convention and, you, you know, it was an artist or a, a writer or an actor or yeah. something like that, as long as they were there, you you just, all you care about was what they'd done on the screen or on the page or whatever else. Because, I mean, I loved the... Uh the Naked Gun movies, right? Yep. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't go see a new Naked Gun film because O.J. Simpson was in the previous films. Yeah, you know, like you don't boycott things for, for silly reasons. But sadly, Ginge, hmm. shit's hit the fan here in oh, Australia. Oh, don't tell me. Yeah, no. Supernova, you know, and, and, and uh, hand on heart, I, I quite like the Supernova pop culture expos. They've been very good to us. Yes. And I'm... Actually, in agreement with them on a few things in this instance, they had invited Adam Baldwin back. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember we interviewed Adam Baldwin on the Gold Coast. Is he the guy that played Darth, Darth Maul? Well, one of our previous former hosts long ago actually got him mixed up with Alec Baldwin. Um, and Alec Baldwin played <laughs> Darth Maul, right? Is what that person said. I won't name names. Okay. Anyway, um, it just proves that they, they weren't very switched on. But anyway, mate... Adam Baldwin was a joy to interview. Oh, he, he was. And the the yeah. Firefly Serenity fans, the Chuck fans, they all loved him, thought he was great. And he, so he really showed us the time of day. Supernova turned around and invited him back. However. And then the shit hit the fan because Adam Baldwin was the guy who kind of coined the Gamegate hashtag yeah. about the whole gaming... Na- uh, the named eth- it Gamergate. Ethics in journalism. We're not going to go into it. The whole Gamergate thing. Blah, Everyone blah, 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 knows blah. Everyone, well, if what you don't, is. you're living under a rock by now. But anyway, there was a backlash. There was a petition and everything else to have him banned from Supernova. And there was a counter petition to say, no, don't ban him, bring him across. That particular uh, petition, actually, yeah. more numbers, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Supernova, after about a week, week and a half, mm. came out and said, no, we've got a, uh, you know, because Adam Ball was very outspoken. He, he, he's, you know, he, he does a lot of tweeting and, and he, you know, he tweets some stuff. I'm, I'm not always in agreement with what he tweets. Some of it's absolute rubbish, but I'll tell you what, you know, that's he, his opinion. At, 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 at least day, he sticks to his, to his, his beliefs and beliefs. his opinions. That's yeah. right. Um, but anyway... So it caused, a, especially with the feminazis, man, oh my good lord, they came out in droves. Now, 
the interesting part was Supernova got attacked on their Facebook page. Um, you know, this, as I said, this petition. It was very him, much a, a big cyberbullying issue. It was by the people who are dead set against cyberbullying. They, they no, yeah. no. Surprisingly, Ginzy, people, people come out and said, we don't support online bullying. And they turned out to be bullies themselves, Ginzy. These are the people that say, we want to include everyone. We don't want to exclude minorities. We don't want to exclude anybody. But they want to exclude... Adam Baldwin from the convention. No. And, thus, and, and thusly, that is excluding a lot of his fan base and everything else. Who Does that mean that they're be being... They're being exclusive, Ginge. Funny that, isn't it? But anyway, mm. uh, these people, it turns out a lot of the accounts that were signing up that were making comments and everything else weren't Australian Facebook users or Twitter users. Guess where they were from? Um... Mallorca. The good old US of A. No. These people weren't even planning to come to the convention, but they were some of the loudest proponents of this this banning of of Adam Baldwin. Anyway, luckily, Supernova kept their head, decided to go forward, and they said, look, we've got contracts with him. Here's a statement from saying he's not going to discuss the the whole Gamergate issues or his political beliefs or anything else at the con. He's there. To talk to the super, the 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 uh, Firefly and Serenity and fans, Serenity fans and fans in, of Chuck and Independence and, uh, Day, all these other work, right? So you think people would go? Well, fair enough. I'm just not going to go, no. or I'm just not going to go to his, his panel, panel, right? Or I'm nope. not going to get shit signed. Yes, what, Ginge? It just started another shit storm. No. Now, oh, I'm, I'm serious. No. People are. You're are call- making this shit I up. I can't make this shit up. People are calling for boycotts. They're falling reckon they're boycotting. Yeah. Um, Supernova's trending on, on Twitter with people going, oh, I'm not going now. I'll never go to Supernova again, all because of Adam Baldwin. But the biggest thing that fucking irks me, Ginge, and mm-hmm. this really grinds my gears. I can, I can see this. this whole, is just, you're physically getting a little bit, yeah. This whole thing of. Yeah. All these people coming out, feminazis mm-hmm. coming out, going and white knights. Now, I can't handle anything more than than white knights. <laughs> Guys who sweep in and go, will no one think of the women? And it's like they could speak for themselves. Women are, you know, like we're in a society nowadays where, where women are fucking equal and yeah. they can do whatever they want. And they can speak for themselves because guess what? They are fully. You know, got Aren't all they fifty one percent of the audience now, <laughs> probably, and they can they can deal with this stuff themselves. They yeah. don't need guys swooping in and being the white knight because you know what? That's fucking patronising. Anyway, they all came out and said, "We won't feel safe at the convention if Adam Baldwin's there." It's what? Quite, hang on, whoa up, whoa the fuck back up. Hang on, did- how do you not feel fucking safe at a convention where there are security guards? Uh, it's in a fucking thousands place. of other people, thousands, thousands of, of people. superhero people yeah, that are going including, to be including supernova staff and and management and everything else. No, we won't feel fucking safe at the convention if he's there. And you're kind of like, what's he going to do? And and what the fuck is he going to do? Is he going to try and berate someone? Uh, you know, how's he going to be able to pick? a feminist out of the crowd and go, you, you're anti-Gamergate, I'm going to pick on you. Or I'm he's going to physically accost you. Accost you or something like that. For fuck's sake, he's a celebrity. It wouldn't be in his best interest or the show's best interest if he was going to do that. And, I mean, come on, be realistic. Be fucking realistic. How's he going to hurt someone? I, I can't see him physically bashing someone up. No, and guess or- what? They, then they said, oh, but it's his followers. What are his followers going to do? If they act up, guess what? There's security guards there. There are policies in place, as there always have yeah. been. Do you think that other guests that have been to Supernova haven't had 
political beliefs similar to his? Do you think that diehard gamers, some of the trolls, and don't get me wrong, there's trolls on both sides of this yep. argument. Yep, yep, yep. Do you think that they haven't fucking been at the convention before? I honestly don't think that him or his followers are going to physically hurt you. How is it? How are you going to emotionally hurt me? You and I can speak from first-hand experience because we've interviewed him. We've yeah. actually been in a little interview booth with him. What an absolute gentleman he yeah. was to deal with. And he was he was a down-to-earth, very nice guy. And at no time did did I ever think, you know what? This bloke could fucking... He could, he could knock the shit out of and me. He's a big guy. He's a big, tall guy. He's towered over you and I. Yeah, but, um, and, but yeah, tell you never what, at any time did I think, you nah. know what? You know what, I and I feel like honestly, genuinely, because uh, uh, Daniel Zacharow, the guy who is, is like the event director for Supernova, yep. he is copying an absolute pasting on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere else. There's been negative articles written, and I'll call up some of them. There's one on the drum the other day, ABC's The Drum, yeah, uh, by this Keo bloke, and I tell you, it was an absolute hatchet job, and... You know, it was an opinion piece, and, and luckily it wasn't real, because it's not real journalism what he wrote. It was only an opinion piece, and frankly, you know, I think his opinion's pretty crap, but... I tell you what, end of the day... But that, that, that's end of what the passes day, as journalism This is now. the simple fucking solution for people to get their knickers in a twist over a celebrity guest appearing at a pop culture convention. If you don't like him, if you don't like his views, if you do not like the fucking people who follow him, guess what? It's You're a the person big, with the... It's a big convention. You don't have to be anywhere near him. Because you know what? He's, it's not like he'll be wandering the fucking con floor. These people never, ever do. They are there for certain panels, signings, that kind of stuff. Off they go. Photo opportunities that you pay for. You don't just get to wander up and go, hey, look at that and ball. Can I have a photo? That shit doesn't happen. So you've got nil chance of really seeing him unless you purposely go into one of his panels. Mm-hmm. You pay to get a photo with him or a signing or something like that. So you know what? If you don't like him, you don't like his views, whatever else, you don't have to fucking see him. You can still go and enjoy a great pop culture convention and, you know, f- meet other great people there, other guests, everything else, and never once see Adam Baldwin. This whole thing of, I don't feel safe. Boycott, boycott, boycott. Bullshit is what that is. I tell you what, stay the fuck at home. Don't ruin it for the rest of pop culture fans who are open-minded enough to go, I don't necessarily agree with his comments or his views or whatever else, but you know what? I'm going along to check out that artist over there, that favourite booth that's always there selling the things that I like. Yeah. You know, because that's what it is at the end of the day. Supernova is a pop culture convention, family-friendly one, that is open to everyone and anyone. And these people that are just finding offence at every little thing, you know what they are? They're professional offended people. They are just professional wankers. That's all they are, Ginger. And I'll tell you what, they grind my fucking gears. But, you know, if I had a problem with something... Doesn't that make me the person that has the problem with it? So why why should it, it affect you? You know what I mean? Like if I don't like the the color blue, does that are you going to boycott everything am blue? I and, boycott, then, and, and, and then you, by association, can't, you have can't you can't have, have anything blue. Exactly. This is this is the mentality of these people, Ginge. I, I I think we need to introduce a segment into the show for this year called "Explain It to Me Like I'm Five. <laughs> you know, Let, let's let's let, ex, I, and I, I honestly <sighs> I was this close to uh, to putting that on an issue that came out very recently on Facebook. Oh, I wanted to brother. type on it, can you please... I, I don't understand it, right? I don't understand... You'll get to the old Pauline Hanson, please explain. Please explain. Explain it to me like <laughs> I'm five. And pretty much for this, it's... Okay, little Johnny, 
this is how it is. Yeah. These people don't like him. Do you know, like, I'll be honest, you know who some of the biggest shit stirrers in the, in, the, in the form of the Australian comics community? Yeah. Some of the biggest shit stirrers are the people who are always shit. We've mentioned them before. I mm. won't mention them now. Because fuck them, I'm not going to give them any airtime. These particular people, they're all pro Oz Comic Con. Yep. Okay. Yep. So Supernova helped build them up, and Daniel, uh, the the event organizer, actually kind of had a veiled dig at some of them. Yes. Uh, in his statement on Kotaku uh, this week, where he said these people, you know, Supernova helped promote them, build mm-hmm. them up, protect mm-hmm. them. Yes. And I honestly agree. I've said to a couple of people in private conversations this week in the creative community, I've gone. If it wasn't for Supernova, these people wouldn't have the profile they have now, these Australian creators. And guess what? They've turned around, they've absolutely shit on Supernova yeah. and its event directors and everything else. And now they're going, oh, we're, we're, just, we're boycotting, we won't be going back to Supernova, we're going to Oz Comic Con. Well, you know what? Glad they'll have you, because you'll probably turn around and shit on them in a couple of years when they're in a similar situation. When, like this. when they invite the Red Ranger, who recently stabbed and killed <laughs> yeah, his, his roommate. like that. I, I, I don't understand, <laughs> right? If they invite him... To Supernova or Oz Comic Con, will he will will those be boycott? Because there's more of a chance of him stabbing you with <laughs> yeah. a samurai sword, which he did. He stabbed yeah. his roommate and killed him. I know, I know, right? I know. But that's the thing. Compared to Alan Bourne, Adam um, Bourne hasn't <laughs> fucking stabbed anyone in real life. Anyway, these people, and I, I I'm going to flat out call them out on it. You know, like I'm not going to name them. Like I'm not going to give them airspace. But uh, those people who are shitting on Supernova, these Australian creators yeah. who got promoted and and you know had booths and signage done by Supernova panels. over the years, panels were invited to be on parts yeah. panels and all that. Who have now turned around and shit on Supernova? Bunch of fucking spineless cowards. The lot of them. And I tell you what, I hope that Daniel keeps the list, and I hope they get blacklisted from any future Supernova events. Those bastards. That's that's how I honestly feel, Jens. But you know what? Enough of that. Enough of the negativity. Good on Supernova. We support you for standing by. You can't fucking go picking and choosing people to come to conventions based on their political beliefs. Because you know what? That's not being inclusive. That's fucking being ex- exclusive. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you are excluding people for their political beliefs. That's shit. Let's move along. Good on Supernova. We support you. Now I want to talk about another great Australian con who are also doing the right thing. Because they're getting great guests, and it's a regional con, gents. I want to give a shout-out to Sugar City Con up in Mackay. Bloody good on them, too. They are bloody good. Now, we were talking earlier about Darren Close. Well, guess what? They've announced this week one of their special guests this year is no. Darren Close, creator of Killaroo. Oh. He's going to be up there, up at Sugar City Con. And I'm fucking glad he is because he's a top bloke. And I tell you what, they've done well choosing close. He's already been talking to me. I know he's G'd up to go up there to Mackay. He's really looking forward to it. Um, they've also got uh, Dean Rankin. He's going up oh, good on as him. guest again. Now, he's a top bloke. So make sure you pop along. Look for Sugar City Con mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. And you can uh, go along, hit like on their page. It has all the updates on there for all their guest stuff and everything else. I tell you what, it's going to be great. Now it's in August this year. It's at the Mackay Showgrounds. And last year they only did it over one day. This year they're doing two days oh, worth. Great! It's fantastic. I'll give you the dates, Ging. It's the 29th to the 30th of August. Mackay Showgrounds. Make sure that you go along. Now it's Sugar City Con, bringing pop culture to the cane fields. Fantastic! Make sure you support regional events like this. It's great, especially up here in Queensland. Now, we have... Uh, Beautiful one day, fucking cyclonic the next. Yeah. <laughs> Good on them. We, uh, we have been incommunicado recently this year, and we've, we we've, uh, haven't had the opportunity to talk about some of the uh, rumblings of the internet and some of the rumblings of uh, announcements for movies, television shows. Oh, you're talking about Ghostbusters, aren't you? The new Ghostbusters film. 
Now, I've, I've done my big spiel and rant before. This is your turn to get gears grinded. You fucking hate the idea of this. Fembusters. Fembusters, yeah. Hey, look, I am a, a big Ghostbusters fan. Fucking, right? I know you are. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I like... Okay, let's put it out there. I would love to see a new Ghostbusters film. Yes. And if they make this Ghostbusters film with four female leads... Yes, I'll be at the movie. Yes, I'll buy the merchandise. Yes, I'll buy the DVD. Right? Yeah. But when you put that up against the opportunity of seeing Ghostbusters 3 with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and the late Harold Ramis. Yep. That would be what I would want to see. That's, over. What you, that's what you really want to see, is you want to see a continuation of yep. the previous two Ghostbuster films. Yep. It doesn't mean that those original guys have got to be in it for long. They could hand off to a new generation yep. or whatever else, yep. right? I'm with you. If they had to turn around and say, that's what we're going to do, we're going to have a handover. These guys are going to be in it. It ties into the previous two films, mm-hmm. but we've got an all-female cast. They become the new Ghostbusters. I'm there with you. Yeah. Right? Yep. When they've turned around and they've gone, we're rebooting Ghostbusters. It's going to have nothing to do with the original two films. We're going all-female cast, and we've cast Melissa McCarthy. You fucking lost me straight away, because I do not like her. She's as funny as a fart in an elevator, Ginch. Can I, can I just ask you a question? Yes. Right? What's your favourite drink? Scotch. Scotch, right? Yes. Listen to this great idea. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a movie executive, yep. right? I'm going to make a new type of scotch, right? Yep. yep. The scotch is going to be the colour pink... Mm. It is going to taste like creaming soda. Yeah. It's going to be non-alcoholic, but we're still going to call it scotch. You can't because that's fucked. Well, why <laughs> would Sony do this? A Sony doing something called Ghostbusters that has nothing to do with that Ghostbusters. has nothing to do. With I'm with you all the way. I do agree with you on this. It's um, the same if you like. We we're saying James Bond, right? James Bond is now a female. James Bond is now... Jeanette Bond. No, 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 no. You can't change the name. The name has to stay the same as James Bond. Right? She's now a female. You know, it just... She's uh, transgender, Jids, if she's still called James. You know, I just... It's it's much like any movie that has taken the original source material and kind of gone, this makes a shitload of money, but you know what? I don't really like... What's inside the cover of the book? Yeah, I like what's on the outside cover of it, the cost of it, and the name. But let's change everything else inside. I, look, I really am not looking forward to this. I mean, I, as I said, I have no problem if they had gone. We're tying it into the original two. It's yep. kind of a handover movie, setting up for the future of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Yep, fantastic. Still wouldn't have liked uh, Melissa McCarthy had they cast her in that. But the fact they've turned around and gone. It's going to be called Ghostbusters. All female cast got nothing to do with the previous films. We're going to make it scarier, but yeah, it's 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 not the Ghostbusters you grew up with. Okay, well, why the fuck call it Ghostbusters? Yeah, why not call you it know? something else? And look, honestly, uh, it's the people behind Bridesmaids. I might be in the minority. I'm not sure, but I really didn't find that that fucking funny. Didn't you? No, I I, I, I I'm pretty sure I did. Laugh and I certainly hated Melissa McCarthy's character in it. Yeah, I just don't like her as a comedian. I think I, she's not fucking funny. I just. I don't... Can you please explain it to me like I'm five? <laughs> I just don't understand. 
I just really don't understand. I don't know, but you know what? Dan Aykroyd's come out, and he's kind of in one interview he essentially defended it and said he's got three daughters, so he believes in female empowerment, and he's going to be executive, executive producer, producer, which means he's going to make a shitload of money. Yep. In another interview, like a day or so later, he's turned around and said um, there is still a chance for a conventional. Uh, Ghostbusters 3, which is a sequel to Ghostbusters 1 and 2, yep. um, that could come out depending on how good the other film does. Hang on, Dan. Sony just took your idea and wiped their ass with it and, and handed it off to someone else and went, make a movie called Ghostbusters. It's got nothing to do with Ghostbusters. Doesn't need to do it. Doesn't, doesn't need to have be the original guys in it. No. How the fuck does he think that they're going to then turn around and go, by the way, oh, that done well. Guess what? We're now going to make the Ghostbusters 3 that everyone wants to watch. Yeah. If the all-female cast Ghostbusters movie remake... Mm. Reboot, sorry. Yeah. Does all right. Yep. Guess what? what? They're going to keep the same fucking cast. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to bring back a couple of pudgy old guys, Bill Murray and fucking, you Dan know. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and... and, and uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. They're not going to bring them back and, and go... It's going to be hard to dig up Harold Ramos. <laughs> I was thinking of it, didn't say it. <laughs> um, but they're not going to do that. I just... I So, Dan Aykroyd... He's grasping at fucking straws. He's living in La La Land if he thinks that I'll let him make the all female one without kicking up a stink. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I'm a good boy, they'll let me make mine. No, Dan, it doesn't fucking work that way. It's fucking Hollywood. Honestly, I think, like Dan Aykroyd said when the Ghostbusters video game came out, that's your, that's that Ghostbusters was Ghostbusters 3. 3. Even he said that it had all the guys in it. That was the best we were going to get. It was a continuation of Ghostbusters 2. Yep. I, why can, can I just throw this out into the ether? Why can't I know you're going to anyway? There, there is hours of dialogue pre-recorded. Yeah, for that computer game, right? Yep. Why can't they take that and do a CG movie? And do a CG movie. I keep saying that. I keep, TMNT was an awesome CG movie. I keep saying, you know, like you, you have a look at the video game stuff we've got out today. The yeah. t- teaser trailers for all like the Batman Arkham games, yep. like and kind of the cutscenes right? from Fucking Assassin's yep. Creed. Yes, yes. Those kind of I'm like, just you, you, you know, you can do a CGI movie. Yep. An animated movie where you know you can even change voice actors over time. You're not worried about stars getting older and aging or yep. deciding, oh, I'm going to drop out of the project. Well, guess what? You get someone who sounds roughly like fucking mm. get, whoever. Get the guy who you know who you does get, this. There's voice. multiple people out there who can imitate voices and stuff like yep. that. You are set up for a massive, you know, potential there for franchise, especially mm. toy tie-ins, whatever you yep. want to do, right? Yep. Straight to DVD. Straight to DVD. You can bring the fuckers out of the cinema. You bring yeah. out a CGI Ghostbusters yep. to the cinema. I guarantee you now. People will go along and fucking and, watch it. And because it's CG, essentially it's not part of the Ghostbusters theatrical live action yep. series. They could get away doing They can constantly like go in continuation. But I'm not even talking just Ghostbusters. I'm saying with Batman. Anything. I mean, imagine how awesome you can do. Arkham, super, yeah. super, but not just Batman. Superhero films in general. Yeah. If you were to CGI them, yep. right? Now everyone's going, yep. oh, what's going to happen once Marvel fucking you know, loses Robert Downey Jr.? Mm. And Chris Evans already said, hey, I want to go behind the camera and do films. I don't really want to be acting in front of them anymore after I've completed my contractual yep. obligations. Yep. If you got CGI, you don't have to worry because the character always looks the same. You just get someone else in to voice them. It's yeah. no big deal. This is the way uh, you know, st- studios should have been going for the last few years. You've got the technology. Mm. It looks fucking amazing. Mm. Why aren't you doing that? Why can't we have Assassin's Creed movies on the big screen? That's it. I've never really played the games. But I those love, fucking trailers I, are awesome. The trailers are amazing. I love the look of the characters. Mm. The the comic book series were quite fucking awesome. Yep. I like Assassin's Creed. I just don't play the games. I don't have time. Yeah. But if that was on the big screen, 
I'm not a diehard gamer, but I will go and watch the I'll spend two and a half hours watching him fucking jump off buildings and slit people's throats. Yes. Yeah. I certainly would. And that's what I mean. Like, you've got these kind of, with old franchises, Mm -hmm. as well as some of the new ones, why can't we have that? Why can't you do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and keep Michael Bay the fuck away from it? (laughs) Why can't you do a CGI Turtles where they look fucking wicked and make it, you know? Ah, the potential is there. You know, imagine, imagine this. A James Bond film, CG, right? Yep. But James Bond looks like Sean Connery from Dr. No. Oh. Oh. Uh, James Bond yes. versus Russians, just like the computer game. Yep. You know, just... Because uh, the, 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 yeah, there's so much you can do with CGI yeah. and animation that you cannot do in a live action flick. Yep. Do you know yep. what I mean? And you can amp the action up three notches. Yeah. Four notches. You can amp it up ten notches. And because you know it's CG... Because you're not limited by budget. That's right. And you don't need... It doesn't need to be photographically real. You know? It can can be. I'll accept it on on a CG basis, you know? Yep. I won't go, oh, geez, the eyes look a bit dead. Do you you think, though, the the rest of the population, the rest of the world population aren't quite where we're at? Do you reckon they wouldn't be able to accept it? I don't know, man. I, so, I mean, like, you look at video games, right? Mm. Now, video games are one of the largest entertainment forms yeah. in the world. Well, they're, right? big, they're bigger than the, Hollywood at the moment. Well, it is. It pulls in more money than Hollywood and yep. everything else, right? Yep. Why the fuck aren't Hollywood going, hmm, there's a whole audience already built in who love these graphics, who yep. love these characters, yep. who who love the way it's done. Look, look at the way the trailers, people react to the trailers for yeah. games like Arkham, Batman yeah. Arkham Knight and all this the, kind of the, stuff. The, the weekend... Uh, uh, profits that they make on the opening weekend for computer Put games. movies to shame. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely to shame. Imagine you have worldwide day-and-day release mm-hmm. of a digital CGI f- movie. Yeah. Imagine if you could go into, I don't know, like game stores or what DVD stores, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You can download it off iTunes, you can, or, you know, whatever. Like, whoever Netflix makes it. or whatever, yeah. You buy it that day, you can go to the cinema, watch it if you want. However you want to consume that media... Mm. That day of yep. digital CGI media, imagine the fucking potential for money. Yep. Are we the only people to see this? I don't know, man. I, I just... Do Hollywood, like, heavyweights have their, their, you know, the people who run the studios and the networks over there, do they have their heads so far up their ass that they just cannot see? I, I think there's a mentality at the moment of resistance against new ideas... Well, that's why some people. That's why they're rebooting films like Ghostbusters, Ginch. Like there's a resistance against creative innovation at the moment. Yeah, I feel that people are sort of standing. People who are on the top or think they are on the top. Yep, are resisting what people are saying. Hang on, you can do this. And they're going, no, 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 no. But we've never done it that way. So this is the way we do it. So we're not going to try to even have a crack no, at doing it that no. way. I get where you're coming from. And it just frustrates me, Ginger. I'm kind of like, come on, people. Step up. Have a crack. I yeah. know. I'd fucking view it. I'd watch it. I'd spend money on it. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. It's about making money, isn't it? No, that's what I thought it was about. Like, like <laughs> I, I understand no, Ginger, it may be about, artistic about, integrity. No, Ginger. It's all about unicorns and feel goods. That's what it's all oh. about. But at the end of the day, unicorn shooting rainbows out their ass is not going to pay my electricity bill, is it? <laughs> Probably not, mate. Probably not. Depends what kind of world you live in. I don't know. You could grate its, its unicorn. Isn't that pixie dust? <laughs> Hang on. That's, that's a different kind of powder. Sorry. Something a bit different. Oh, I just, 
<laughs> you have totally fucking lost me. But anyway, I'll tell you what, uh, I want to have a quick mention about comics because we're getting near the end of the podcast. I want to have a quick little mention to you mm-hmm. about, uh, now DC's got Convergence coming up in April and May, yeah, which is their event that they're having while they move coast. Because as okay. we, we reported previously, they shift their DC's picking up going, the building and moving it. Not, not the whole building. Aren't geez. they? No, they couldn't call Superman in to lift up the whole oh. building and fly it to the West Coast. What the fuck is Henry Cavill doing? They am... <laughs> Slack bastard. <laughs> they are moving coast from New York over to the West Coast, over to La La Land. Mm-hmm. So in that two months, we've got a thing called Convergence. Now, it's only two months long, and it's a mashup of different universes in the DCU. So like the Kingdom Come universe characters uh, fitting with pre-52, so like the 1990 Ooh. characters. Ooh. And so there's an issue, like there's a Batman Shadow of the Bat, Convergence Shadow of the Bat. Fuck. Where it's Azrael and the more modern Batman. No. Yeah. Um, so there's some awesome books coming out. Keep an eye out. They are going to be for a two-month event. It's going to be a fucking hit. Like, the orders we've already taken through my retail mm-hmm. store, phenomenal. Like, I've had people just go, put me down for one of every... And, like, there's 40-something titles yeah. for the month. And they're they're like, not going to be 3D covers, are they? No, 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 no. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> They've gone, put me down for one of everything. Because mm-hmm. there's no normal books, monthly books from DC, like your, your regular Batman oh, or okay. something like that. Okay. Um, for the, those two months, these are just filling books. Yeah. Then Marvel announced they had a launch at Midtown Comics in New York for their big event called Secret Wars, which, funnily enough, they did back in the 80s. <laughs> so they're doing a new Secret Wars, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I worry when Alex Alonso, the editor-in-chief... At, uh, at Marvel Comics came out and described at their press release when someone said, so what's, how do you describe it? He said, imagine the regular 616 Marvel Universe yep. and the Ultimate Universe. Imagine they're two pizzas. You slapped the two pizzas together. Some toppings are going to fall off one into the other and vice versa. That's what this crossover is like. So some stuff from the Ultimate Universe is going to end up in the 616 and that'll probably be the one that we end up going with. I'm just sitting there going... When that your editor, sounds delicious. When your editor-in-chief has described your crossover like two pizzas slapping together, yeah, you haven't got me sold as a retailer. I'm a little bit worried. And then, mm-hmm. get this, mm-hmm. they released their fucking previews magazine, because everyone knows if, you get, yeah. uh, if you've looked at a previews magazine, they go on Marvel's in individually. Marvel's got their own little thing. Yeah. They had uh, like a an they had adv- a picture of two pizzas no. slapping together. <laughs> I only fucking wish they had just a, a basic page in there that essentially had like secret walls. Didn't have any information or anything like what? that. No, no, no. Right, and so no one said anything. They mm. just kind of went, "Oh yeah, right." We had to order it that month. There wasn't actually a proper solicitation material telling customers what it was about or that they should order so, it or so anything else. So a shitload of people are going to miss out on this issue. Well, because unless, well, not not if comic shop people like comic shop owners and, and and workers are smart, they will go fuck right. They would have told their customers, "Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're a diehard Marvel fan. Do you want Secret Hang Wars? On, that blank, that blank page there. That, you're going <laughs> to fucking want that. Yeah, essentially. Oh, has it got Wolverine in it? Maybe. I don't fucking know. <laughs> we can't tell you. All we know is it's Secret Wars. And I tell you, I had to bail a lot of my customers up before they'd leave the shop and go, hey, You hey, should hey. have told them about the two pizzas. I, well, I, actually, I did. And some customers, I swear to Christ, yeah. must have thought I was still on the pixie dust, right? Because <laughs> they stood there and looked at me and gone, Todd, have you been drinking again? And I've gone, I am serious. This is how he described it. Two pizzas slapping together. What kind of pizzas? Would they be pepperoni? <sighs> as Would, long as it's not Hawaiian. It, it'd be, Yeah. Who wants who wants pineapple on a pizza in, in a Marvel universe? <laughs> anyway, so um, heads up if you're a diehard Marvel fan and your shop didn't tell you to order Secret Wars number one last or this month mm. uh, in the previews, well, y- you might want to get in and ask them and go, "Hey, can you put me down for a Secret Wars, please?" The, the, you might end up with bacon in the Thor. <laughs> 
realm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know why you no. always come back to that. Natalie Portman? Natalie, I know. I, like, I know. I know. Mm. People out there know we've talked about it before, but you keep <laughs> coming back to it. Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about. So that's some big things coming out of DC. They're cutting a bunch of comics as well after Convergence and launching some brand spanking newbies. Yep. We'll talk about that next month uh, or next podcast when I see some solicitations or more, more information. That's when we'll talk about it. But, yeah, exciting times ahead with comics, exciting times ahead with movies, and I tell you what, some frustrating times ahead with certain big conventions here in Australia and the people around them. Yeah. But... Once again, quick little plug, Sugar City Con, Mackay, August 29th and 30th. Make sure you go along and support them. We love to support regional, local things. And I tell you what, the guys behind Sugar City Con, fantastic, down-to-earth people. They are legends, so good on them. Quickly, before we go, new segment in the show. You've just created this. You've sprung it upon me. You're calling it what? One cool thing one I cool saw thing. this week. Yes. Okay, one cool thing I saw this week is there is apparently a Gargoyles movie. Remember that cartoon from Fucking back in the day? It. There is a Gargoyles mm-hmm. movie in the plans for 2017. That's my one cool thing for the week. My one cool thing of the week is that Constantine, the television show, may not have actually been axed and may be on NBC oh, for a second season. Oh, high five, Gingy. Ugh. And quickly, as a uh, a bit of a reward for us coming back on the uh, the Geek Speak uh, podcast, yeah, you don't know about this. No, this is a surprise. I, I, I would like to share something with you. Really? Yeah. You I, keep your pants. I would on, like please. to share. I have got I have got oh. a complete box of ten Twinkies, Host, direct Twinkies. from America. Yum yum yum. Why is the use by date? <laughs> 1987? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Age. Don't, don't <laughs> look a gift horse in the junk. <laughs> Ginger, I love you like a brother. And I'll tell you what, these Twinkies got my name on it. Right, I have been your host, Todd Bailey. Tonight, my special co-host with the most, Mr. Wade Cops and on Pots and Pans. Thank you, Ginge. It is a pleasure to be back giving you people some oral pleasure through your headphones. Uh, make sure you tune in. Ginge, where can they find us? Facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeakTV at GeekSpeakAU, GeekSpeakAU at gmail.com. I'm going to go and snort a ton of blow and wash it down with some whisker. I'm going to have some uh, grated unicorn horn and... Um, <laughs> And have an early night. We will see you next time. You've been listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast. Stay geeky, Australia. Because I'm hooked out of feeling. I'm high on believing. Ooga chaga, ooga, ooga, ooga chaga, ooga, ooga. I can't stop this feeling. Ooga, ooga, Deep inside of me. Ooga chaga, ooga, ooga. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. Ooga chaga, ooga. Fuck, that's hard to do. Over and over without taking a breath. That's why it's on loop. I had to do that. Re- oh. You meant to pre-record and play. Yeah. On loop. I'm trying to do it live. Well, you fucked, aren't you?